You're listening to the weekly partial podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shem Mishra 2720. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Devarim. We begin a brand new Sefer, a brand new book of the Torah. And this book is Moshe Rabbeinu's speech. He started speaking at the beginning of Shvat. He spoke for five weeks, if I'm not mistaken, until his death on Zion Adar, the seventh day of Adar. And this is the story, this is the speech, and he starts off his speech, which is going to all be about the Torah and the mitzvahs, which means that it's all about love. It's all about how we can maintain our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how we can maintain our relationship with Hashem, all of the mitzvahs. It's a review, it's some new gems in these parshios. And he starts it off with Teichacha, Elad Varim. He starts off his speech, his final speech, his final words to the Jewish people with Teichacha telling them about the things that they've done wrong over the 40 years that he's led them through the Midbar, through the desert, through the wilderness. And one of the things that he mentions is the Egel HaZahav, the sin of the golden calf. And the Medrash goes back through that sin, back through that discussion in order for us to understand what's going on, what is the role of a Moshe Rabbeinu, what is his role as the protector of Klal Yisrael, as the one who stands up, you know, and says to Hashem, you got to forgive them. But at the same time, he, at the same time, he gives us teichacha, he gives us rebuke for the mistakes that we've made. So it's an amazing contrast. This is what a Jewish leader really is. This is what's represented by Moshe Rabbeinu. So I'd like to read for you this matrix. It says like this: Dover Acher Ela Hadavorim. These are the matters. This is what the verse says in Proverbs, in Mishlei, Chavches, Chavkemo. Somebody who gives taichacha, someone who gives rebuke, someone who guides people to do what's right, to follow after me, says Hashem. So, that person is going to find grace much more than someone who has a, a, a quick tongue, a slippery tongue. It's easy to give uh, compliments. It's easy to say how great things are. It's easy to say how wonderful somebody is. But to give them rebuke, to tell them it, to tell them how it is, like it really is, it's hard to do that. It's hard to receive rebuke, and it's hard to give rebuke. But, Who is the Mechiach of this Pasuk? Who is the one who's giving rebuke? Who's mentioned in this verse? It's Moses. It's Moshe Rabbeinu. Adam Elu Yisrael. Who is the who is the Adam? Who is the one that he's giving the rebuke to? This is the people of Israel. The verse in Yechezkel Lamedal Lamedal refers to Am Yisrael as Adam as a person, and that's who it's referring to. So the Mochiach is Moshe. Am Yisrael is the Adam who's getting the Teichacha the rebuke. Mahu Acharai. What does it mean that they're being instructed after me? What's the purpose of this rebuke? In order to bring them after me, to have them follow me. What does the verse mean when it says that such a person will find grace? The verse says in Exodus chapter 33, You have also found grace in my eyes. You have found favor in my eyes. More so than somebody who has a slippery tongue, very interesting. He did something, Bilam. His his goal 
was to cause the downfall of Am Yisrael. The Medrash here says, how did he cause the downfall of Am Yisrael? He said good things about Am Yisrael. He said blessings. Amazing blessings. The amazing good attributes of Klai But what was the result of that? The result was that they became haughty. They, felt, they started to feel great about themselves. Wow, I'm so amazing. And they slipped and they fell. There was a, there was a purpose. There was a, there was a goal that Bilaam had. He was able to accomplish to cause Am Yisrael to sin. Why? Because he spoke about their good side. Very interesting. Why? Because he loves Am Yisrael. He cares. He wants them to follow after God. He wants them not to make mistakes. Bilaam says the good stuff. Moshe says the challenging stuff. Amir Yehuda Barab Simon. Mahu Acharai. Rabbi Yehuda Bar Simon says, What does it mean when it says after me? Amr Akadosh Borku, Kibiachon Moshe Echichani, Achar Yisrael. As it were, Moshe gave rebuke, Moshe uh, guided the, the Jewish people to follow after me. Yisrael Amr Atem Chatosim, what was the rebuke? He said to them, You have sinned. Akadosh Borku, Amr Lama Hashem Yechere Abcha Ba'amacha. As we said at the very beginning, Moshe Rabbeinu was a unique individual. He had the ability to appropriately place each thing in its place. To say the good to the one who needs to hear the good. To say the bad to the one who needs to hear the bad. To make sure Klai Yisrael hears, you've done wrong. But at the same time, to turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say to him, Gosh, Hashem, you need to, God, you need to forgive them. How could you get angry at your people? Mahu Lama. So listen to this amazing medrash. It's so interesting. Such a fabulous medrash. Amar of Yitzchak. What does it mean? Lama Hashem. Why, why are you getting angry at your people? What is this kind of language? So when Am Yisrael did the Maisa Egel and they sinned and they served the golden calf, Hashem wanted to destroy Am Yisrael. Chas v'shalom. Amar le'moyshe, Rebun Shalom ha'egel ha'zeh Moshe says to Hashem, he says a very interesting thing. He says, you know, I think that this calf, this golden calf, actually can help you. What are you talking about? How could it help me? I'm sorry. I have an idea, says Moshe Rabbeinu to Hashem. Surprising thing. Only a Medrash could say this. Moshe Rabbeinu says, you bring down the rain, and the golden calf can be in charge of uh, distributing the dew. You, Hashem, can bring out the, the winds. The golden calf can be in charge of distributing the, the thunder and the lightning. What's going on here, Moshe? You're also making a mistake? You're also believing that the, 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 the eagle has power? The golden calf has some kind of power? He says... If I could make a mistake, why are you getting angry at your people for? Amazing thing. But when he comes down, when he speaks to Hashem, he says, how could you get angry at them? When he speaks to Kalei, he says, you guys have sinned a terrible sin. He doesn't let them off the hook. He doesn't give them a, a uh, petach, some, some kind of opening to be able to say anything. He doesn't, he's not malam chus to them in their face. He says to them, you have sinned. To Hashem, he says, you got to forgive them. Look, I can make a mistake. They can make a mistake. I'm Rabbi Yehuda Bar Rib Simon. Says Rabbi Yehuda Bar Simon, what is this comparable to? A king who got angry at his queen, he got angry at his wife. He sent her out of his house. He sent her away from the castle. No more queen. Send her into the jail. 
So now, there was a Shatchan. There were people who were involved in making the match between the king and his wife. They heard about this. Oh no, what's going on? How can you do this to your wife? What did she do that was so bad to you? That's what they said to him. You must, you must bring her back. You must take her back into your home. Bring her back to the castle. The same Shushvin and the same Shadchanim who went to the king and said to him, you must bring her back, it's not such a bad thing. They went now to the queen and they said to her, you've done it once, you've done it twice, you got to stop this behavior. Amazing thing. So he says, Moshe Rabbeinu is this amazing Shushvin and he's the Shadchan. And he says, Hashem, how can you get so angry at your people? They're your But when he turns to Kla Yisrael and he speaks to them, he gives them rebuke. He says it to them like it is. He says to them, This is your first, this is not your first time sinning, this is not your second time sinning. You guys gotta stop it. You guys gotta straighten up. You want to call the to take you back. But it's an amazing dichotomy. That's that's how he creates the relationship. He asks the person who's done wrong to fix what they've done wrong. He asks the person who's been wronged to forgive, to not look at it in such a big at such a big deal. And this is what's going on here that that Moshe Rabbeinu, as he's about to give his parting speech to Kla Israel, he's speaking to them, he's telling them their final that loving message. He's giving them the mitzvahs. Hashem wants to he wants to give them all of the zchusim, all of the merits with the Torah. Here's all the love HaKadosh Baruch is going to give you. But wait, before we start talking about all the love, before we start talking about all the relationships, all of the things that you're going to get, all of the things that are your obligations, but first, let's look at the mistakes that we've made and try to correct those mistakes. That's essential. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu does here at the beginning of the story. There's one more little piece, which is really the same idea, but I would like to read it. It's very important. Says says uh, It would have been appropriate. It would have been correct that Bilam Harasha should have said negative things about Klal Yisrael, and Moshe Rabbeinu should have been the one to get the blessings. But if indeed Bilam would have given the rebuke, so then they would have said, Look, it's our enemy. We don't have to listen to his rebuke. And if Moshe Rabbeinu would have given them blessings, so then the Umas of the nations of the world would have said, Look, it's not such a big deal. Of course he gives the blessings. He loves them. He, he, he holds them. He's... He's trying to get, you know, he's on their good side. They're on his good side. So therefore, he says nice things about them. Hashem says, I want it to be clear that this is real. I want their biggest enemy, the one who wants to curse them, a Bilam, to give them blessings. Because this way we see that the blessings are true. If my enemy says good things about me, it must really be true. And Hashem Dafka wanted Moshe Rabbeinu, who loves Klal Yisrael, to say negative things about them, to give them rebuke. Because if someone who loves you gives you rebuke, it shows that it's real for you. 
I remember when I was a young man, I used to go every single week for voice lessons in Brooklyn, and a voice teacher in Brooklyn. And when I would go there, I would visit my bubby. Allah shalom. And my bubby, so she would make me a nice dinner, she would make me food every single week. It was just so wonderful. We'd sit and we'd talk and I would ask her about her life in Poland and what things were like when she was young and she was growing up and she would tell me stories and then it was Purim time, I'd ask her what was Purim like when it was Pesach time. You know what I'm saying? It was a special connection that I had with my bubby. And, uh, you know, one of the things, one of her appellations for me, one of the ways that she would call me, of course, she would call me Ziskai to Sweetie. She would call me Mamala, Mamala Shyness. My beloved one, she would also call me a miskite. And she would say, I hate you. And she would laugh. She would start laughing the biggest laugh that you ever laughed. Miskite means disgusting one. A muse. You're my miskite. I hate you. And she would laugh. When someone who loves you, mamish, with all of their heart, tells you that they hate you, you know that it's not true. You know that they're, it's, it's, it's a joke. You know that's the deepest way. Once I mentioned this to a friend of mine, Someone who's a tremendous Talmud Chacham, a tremendous, knows everything. All the call it Tarakula. And I mentioned this story to him, and he said, you know, that's the deepest way of saying that you love someone. He's telling them, when they know that you mamish love them with all your heart, you say, I hate you. And you laugh. Geval, it's the deepest type of saying that I love you. Moshe Rabbeinu loves Klal Yisrael so much. Moshe Rabbeinu loves us, and he wants the best for us. And he wants us to know that we've done wrong. He wants us to know that we've sinned. He wants us to know we've made mistakes. He wants us to be back in that relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. And Hashem loves us so much. And He wants us to know our Mila. He wants us to know that He loves us and how great we are. So He has Bilam say the negative things about... I'm sorry, He has Bilam say the positive things about Klai Yisrael. So we know that it's real. He has Moshe Rabbeinu, who loves us so much, tell us the things that we've done wrong. And you know, throughout this time, we, we, we're all facing an amazing challenge... No, in Eretz Yisrael now it's gotten much worse. In the New York area it's gotten much better. Throughout other places it's different levels of challenge. Different levels of challenge with what's going on. Parnasa, health, etc. But I, I keep asking myself, what is the message here? What is HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying to us? Because it feels like Hashem is angry. He's doing something to the whole world. A very big din. It's a very great judgment on the world. Hashem is upset. What is the message? What's getting struck? You know, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings the, the plagues, Hashem brings the plagues upon the Egyptians, the first thing that gets struck is the, is the, is the Nile River, the source of their Parnassah. It's dumb. It's, it turns into blood. Why is that where it starts? It's their God. It's their false God. It's their belief that they don't need Hashem. That's the, to me, that's the first message here. The, first, the thing that's gotten struck the most is our economy our reliance on ourselves. And you know, just like the Khartoum, I was thinking about this today, just like the Khartoum, the necromancers of Pharaoh, they try with all their hearts to imitate it, to show, hey, this is just, this isn't God, this is, this is, uh, you know, we can do the same thing. So our magicians of today are trying to, with stimulus plans and economic incentives and they're trying to make it seem like to dull us. It's not really Hashem, it's okay, you're going to be okay, we'll tide you over until it passes. Hashem is saying something to us. He's giving us rebuke. He's giving us a rebuke. And he's, it, as I understand it, He's saying to us, Hey, are you trusting in me? Are you trusting in your governments? 
Are you trusting in your sources of livelihood, your jobs, the other, your government payments, your stimulus, stimulus plans? Who do you trust in? Where is your trust? Hashem is trying to wake us up. And as dull as our minds might be, so dulled by all the things around us and the social media and the endless, endless news and negativity, positivity, negativity, mostly negativity. It's so easy to miss the rebuke. To miss the rebuke. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to us, I love you. That's why I rebuke you. Moshe Rabbeinu says to us, I love you. I care about you. That's why I rebuke you. You know, what is Hashem thinking now? Is Hashem thinking, oh, this guy is he's done wrong. No, 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 I want to knock him out. That's not what Hashem is thinking. Hashem is thinking, I love this guy. Hashem puts in front of himself, just like Moshe Rabbeinu says that. Moshe Rabbeinu is like, he, he represents the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees the world. Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hashem, Lama Yacharah, that could make a mistake. Hashem looks at us and says, of course they could make a mistake. He understands us. We can make a mistake. But how do we take it? How do we think about it? Where's the Moshe Rabbeinu inside of our heads that's saying, how can I be better? How can I reconnect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? How can I re-access my relationship with Hashem? What's going on with my relationship with Hashem? How's my davening? He threw us out of the base, the, the base Knesset. He let us back in. It seems in Eretz Yisrael it's getting worse and worse as far as us being able to daven in shul. But, you know, what does that mean? Is there something wrong with my tefillah? I'm just doing it by rote. I'm not thinking about it. Can I say it slower? Can I daven all the words better? Can I get there on time? These are questions we need to ask ourselves. We need to say, what's the rebuke? And recognize that it's from love. There's so many opportunities. The Torah, Eilat Varim. These are the things. These are the words. This is our opportunities for growth. These are our opportunities for closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I want to bless you. And I ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us to recognize His rebukes. To hear, hey, you've done this once. You've done this twice. Let's get back. Let's, let's stop angering the king. We're at Kodesh Baruch Hu's, Hashem is the king. We are His beloved wife. Hashem should help us. Hashem should bless us. That we should be able to hear the rebuke. To recognize the mistakes that we've made. And Hashem should help us. That we should be able to get back into that relationship. To fix those mistakes. And we should hear the blessings. We should hear the blessings from those who are our enemies. And we should hear the blessings, ultimately, even from those who are our friends, who recognize the good things that we're doing. Hashem should help us to, to indeed remove all those negative things and to be able to strengthen all the good things. So, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.